Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Welcome to CBS Audio's Ion Veterans. I'm your host, Phil Briggs. I'm a Navy veteran, and every week I get a chance to look at the issues of the day through the eyes of my fellow military vets. My goal every week is simple, bring you something informative and something that will inspire the hell out of you. This is the news and stories about the veteran lifestyle. This is Eye on Veterans. Now, every day, millions of people consume energy drinks. And today, we're taking a closer look at Kill Cliff energy drinks and how former Navy SEAL John Timar is leading Kill Cliff to become one of the most popular drinks in America. You know, for me, I, I, I had seen the Navy SEALs movie as a teenager, which Charlie Sheen probably created more Navy SEALs than anybody else. <laughs> God bless him. person in history. <laughs> and that's kind of what we did. And it was fun. Let's <laughs> lift a lot of weight and let's cross train with a bunch of other armed services and go skydiving. After, you know, Black Hawk Down, there was a lot of stabilization ops occurring there. Got stranded out in the ocean with no gas, no food. Um, we ended up uh, making comms with like our last our last bit of battery life before we went dark. Big picture compared to anything else out there is we're clean energy drink. What we mean by that is we're talking about clean caffeine, all natural. And it has hemp in it? Oh, it's got CBD, son. 25 milligrams. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm exaggerating at all by saying it's the fastest selling CBD drink in the world right now. It's legit. Oh, that's delicious. It's legit, right? Oh, delicious. Yeah. Don't um, get me started because we have a puppet show. <laughs> I love it, man. I can see Coolio in the 90s with his drop top Dude. rolling in his 6'4", drinking gangster berry dice. What? I told my wife about it. She rolled her eyes and she's like, you guys are just immature. You guys are just adolescents. Healthy. CBD. Tastes great. Yum, yum, yum. And my face is on it. This is outrageous. If we're not outrageous, we're not doing our job. All right. Our next guest is going to provide an energizing interview. And yes, that's a pun intended there. First, he served as a Navy SEAL. But after leaving the special warfare life behind, he navigated his way into the software field. But eventually, he took a radically different path from the dark intersections of corporate America and the DOD. And he entered the highly volatile U.S. beverage industry. 
They rejoined with fellow SEAL Todd Ehrlich, who was marketing a product developed called Kill Cliff Energy Drinks. And the early mission was bold. As Ehrlich once said, he wanted to create a healthful drink that he liked even better than water. When you think water stiff competition, <laughs> Kill Cliff was also facing energy drink giants like Monster and Red Bull. But now, the brand Kill Cliff has made a huge name for itself with the force of his SEAL team. And here to talk more about the power behind this energy drink is my fellow Navy veteran, now Kill Cliff CEO, John Timar. John, welcome, man. Hey, thanks, Bill. Man, it's, it's great to be here, and I don't know if there's much left to say after that introduction. <laughs> well, trust me, I'm going to get some things out of you. <laughs> Seals normally don't like Perfect. to talk, but uh, dude, I like I was telling you, I followed the brand and followed the energy drinks. Um, gosh, for a couple years now, a buddy of mine was really into jujitsu and MMA, and sort of turned me on to you guys uh, a while ago. So, um, you know, hats off to you. I was I was really impressed to see you guys just at the CVS right up the street from my house not too long ago. So you've definitely had some growth. But before we get into the energy drink, share with me a little bit about your bio, your background. Let's talk Navy stuff. Um, you were in in the 90s when I was in. And um, I, if I'm not mistaken, you were what, Team 8, right? So you were Little Creek, Virginia? Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, bio background, I, everything started for me when I made the, the, the important decision in my life to drop out of college and play guitar in a heavy metal band. That's where it all started. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And that led to a, a, a stark realization that may, I don't have the talent or the time to make this little musical pastime of mine work. So I'm going to join the Navy. And that's where it all started. Same for me. I mean, I didn't have the heavy metal band, but I was in rock radio and it was like the same thing. It wasn't going anywhere. My radio career was not flourishing. And I was like, how the hell can I get out of my parents' house? <laughs> so the Navy. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> The Navy's a gateway to do that. I totally get what you're saying, man, because that was a part of fear as a young guy. I'm like, I might end up back in my parents' basement, not in college, no job. I don't know what to do. My guitar chops aren't quite Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace. So where do I go with this? Um, you know, for me, I, I, I had seen the Navy SEALs movie as a teenager, which Charlie Sheen probably created more Navy SEALs than anybody else. God bless single him. person in history. <laughs> So, you know, I saw that, and, and I'd read the Richard Marcinko books, and I said, that sounds like the type of thing I want to go do. So I, I, I joined the Navy, and I, I did. I served. I was a 90s SEAL. I served in the 90s, which was a, a very different era, you know, is the people training us were Vietnam veterans. The, um, the you know, we were, we, were, we were focusing and practicing for, like, you know, uh, training for um, major conflict with major powers, and, um and then we had the disintegration of the Soviet states and what that meant and a lot of peacekeeping operations. Very different era. When you finally got to the fleet, and I know you guys are always kind of tight about like what you can and can't say. Let me have just one like no shit, there I was type moment. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an interesting era, right? Because what we were doing was stabilizing countries in Eastern Europe that had disintegrated with the fall of the Soviet Union. Um, and we started to see the rise of um, multinational terrorism, whatever you want to call it. We had terrorism that rose up from the Middle East, um, and so we had we had things going on that the SEAL teams were involved in, like whether we were we were uh, running ops um, in Somalia um, after you know Black Hawk Down. There was a lot of stabilization ops occurring there um, in the, the Middle East, counter proliferation, stopping the the transport of, of nuclear materials, which was uh, which was prolific at that time. 
there was arms smuggling going into the Balkans through through places like Albania, um, through uh, different terror networks and trafficking networks. Um, there was quite a bit going on. It was just a different type of operation. So, relatively speaking, it was it was benign. I happened to be overseas when the when the embassies were bombed in '98, um, if my memory serves me correct. Mm. And so we were sort of part of the rapid reaction force to that, and we ended up going to a, a, a potential threat environment and doing some clearances and doing things like that. But it wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing a Bin Laden raid. I wasn't in a full full on combat theater. I did. I did have some some moments though, things where I was like, "Wow, this is really real." I had a bomb dropped on me, and the only reason I'm here now is because the pilot dropped the wrong bomb. Supposed to drop a 2,000 pounder on a target that we were lasing, and instead he dropped an inert bomb on our position. So it was like a double negative made a positive. And so I'm here today. I got stranded out in the ocean with no gas, no food, hypothermic conditions, 50 nautical miles out into the the sea with a with a squad, and that was that was a really rough situation um, we ended up uh, making comms with like our last our last bit of battery life before we went dark if we had made comms there you know who knows we may not have been here so even in that environment it was relatively chilled out and i mean really the seal mission in the 90s was okay let's go overseas and party and let's cross train with a bunch of other armed services and go skydiving and that's kind of what we did, and it was fun. Let's <laughs> lift a lot of weight. Let's go check out the local scene. Um, that was being a seal in the 90s. It was Charlie Sheen. There are men who will go anywhere. You guys are crazy. Proud of it, baby. Dare anything. We're SEAL team. We're here to get you out. You see me when I'm hot. Navy SEALs. We had SEALs show up on the carrier I was on late 90s and, you know, doing North Atlantic ops and everything. And of course, you know, as a grunt, I mean, I only know what I know. I was the ship journalist. I made the ship's paper, but I'll be damned if I actually knew why we were floating around anywhere, except that, you know, it it was for training. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, here come these wet guys down in the mess decks and they're, they're wearing all black. And I'm going, who the hell are these guys? First of all, chow's not even open. What are they doing down there eating? I, I, I'm hungry. I want to eat. And we picked them up. I don't know why. Doing something. And they didn't let me do a story yeah. on it. I couldn't interview you guys. Um, well, but it was the... That exact experience is how I got stranded out in the ocean. We were supposed to get a pickup from an Aegis cruiser, and they didn't show up. They, they got they got called off to some other mission, and they forgot about us. We were we were doing a laser targeting mission. And we were after the mission, we were... That we were, you know, going out to to meet them as our extract, and we had planned it out perfect. We had just enough food, we had just enough gas, we had just enough battery life, everything. And so when when we got stranded, we had nothing left. There was no contingency. It's like, oh crap! We all we got now are we're all about to hype out. And we have paddles. We can row our boat like fifty nautical miles back to the shore mm. if we're lucky. Yeah, yeah, and just hope you're not shark bait. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs and a reporter with ConnectingVets.com. Now we're listening to my interview with the CEO of Killcliffe Energy Drinks, John Timar. Naturally, when I talk to CEOs, I want to find out how they got where they are. And in this case, how does a former Navy SEAL end up leading one of the biggest energy drink companies in the U.S.? 
I, I didn't get out with the idea that I'm I'm done serving the U.S. or done serving in a special operations capacity. I got out with the mindset that I want to go do some work with the intelligence community that might be a little edgier than what I was doing as a SEAL. The transition was, was really difficult, though, because, A, it wasn't clear how I got to the job I wanted, and there wasn't, it, it wasn't like there was these massive recruiting depots, and it, I didn't know how to get there. So that was really frustrating and challenging. I had a lot of setbacks trying to do that. And then um, I'd say it was very financially challenging. It was also, you know, when you get out of something like the SEAL teams, you, you've accomplished something that's it's, it's really, it's a really, it's a, it's a great accomplishment. It's hard to do, not many people have, have done it. So, so you, you, you just assume it, right or wrong, that that's going to lead to some sort of commercial success and business opportunities. And perhaps now it does more than it did then, but back then it did, it did not do much at all. Like people either didn't know what a seal was or they didn't believe I was a seal. This is an average looking guy. You know, I'm not like, right. I mean, right. That was the biggest kick in the face. Like, I was like, wait a second. I thought this thing was going to get me everywhere, and it, it didn't get me anywhere. So, facing an uphill climb, he did what many veterans do. Dug deep and did what had to be done. I literally, the first job I got when I finished college, when I couldn't get a job, is I, I was driving a truck delivering stuff for Home Depot. So I went from being a Navy SEAL, doing these really important missions overseas, and at the top, you know, percentage of the military to, I couldn't get a job and I'm driving a truck for Home Depot. Mm. That was really uh, experienced it. Um, more than anything, it, it really was challenging for my, my ego. It was challenging for, um, you know, like it just, it, everything that I, I, I thought was wrong. And so I kind of had to, I started like fresh. Like I started with nothing. Yeah. Um, no money, no title, no job. Um, and that's not what I expected at all. Now, like millions of military veterans, he worked his way through college and eventually ending up pursuing those intel jobs at the murky intersection of big tech, defense contractors, and the DOD. But looking at John's background, I just saw what looked like a bunch of software industry jobs. But as I would find out in our conversation, there's way more than meets the eye. I wasn't software at the time. And, and to put a spin on it, because you keep bagging on my software background. <laughs> so I, I, as, I, as I pursued this path of trying to figure out how to do that, that Jason Bourne type thing, right. I ended up in this parallel path of working in different startups that in some way were supporting uh, you know, defense and intelligence programs. The, the software company I was in was actually, have you ever heard of InQtel? Um, no, don't hate me for not knowing, but no, huh? All right. All right, so I, so InQtel is it's the the venture capital wing of the CIA. So I was I was in the leadership team of one of the portfolio companies on the venture capital wing of the CIA. Hmm. And what they do is the the, the name InQtel comes from Intel for intelligence community, and the Q comes from the character in the James Bond movies Q. So the idea was let's create and invest with commercial investors into these really cool technology ideas that are going to you know accelerate our Spycraft and our abilities and espionage and all these things that we need to keep America safe. And if some of and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and commercialize these opportunities where it makes sense. So the biggest single success of I think in history of of Intel is something called Keyhole. And Keyhole was purchased by Google and became the foundation for what we know as Google Maps. So, so I was involved in it. it was actually really actually interesting stuff. Now while all this is going on, John is also focused on helping his fellow SEAL team vets find post-combat careers through a group called Honor Foundation. 
And it was there that he got together with his old Navy SEAL teammate who had founded Kill Cliff Energy Drinks. But I was sitting there and I was like, man, you know, I really want to help transitioning vets. And so I called Todd because Todd and I have known each other for 20 some odd years. We're SEAL teammate together. And I, you know, and I, I'm in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. We're working on there. He's like got a portfolio of startups he's working on at all times. And I said, look, man, I want to do something for the Honor Foundation in Atlanta. I need an anchor. Can Kilcliffe be the anchor? And he's like, you know, that's a really cool idea. Let me introduce you to the CEO. And so I had breakfast with the CEO, and we started talking about uh, using Kilcliffe as the anchor for uh, an event with the Honor Foundation in Atlanta. And, you know, we were talking about problems and, like, you know, sales and executive leadership and things like that that I had encountered through, it's very parallel. I mean, these are common things that you encounter regardless of industry you're in. Yeah, yeah. And um, he invited me on. He's like, hey, can you do a consulting gig for me? I was like, yeah, I'd be happy to take a look at the business and give you some ideas. I gave him some ideas, and he's like, would you mind coming coming on and running basically every part of the business that's not retail? Because the CEO at the time was like an old-school retail guy. And I, and what, what I was bringing to the table was a fresh perspective on selling online because that's one of the things I did in the software business was creating those subscription models and the, you know, the platform, the software as a service type model. And that was something where when you looked at the CPG environment, everyone relied on Amazon to do stuff like that for them, but nobody did it really well on their own. So I came in and saw Kilcliffe had this, this, this massive latent audience that was, that was ready to be uh, nurtured and grown, but it was just the alignment between you know, my interest in the mission. And it was all an accident. It was all an accident for just trying to help out veterans. Mm, that's crazy cool. And it's amazing that coming from the software as a solution kind of mindset, now I see why it was unique that Kill Cliff was a beverage you could get ordered via mail. When most people, you know, pre-pandemic weren't thinking about buying everything online. Like, sure, you'd buy your clothes or you'd buy like something online if it was super cheap, but some things like beverages food, chicken wings. I mean, those are things you would went to the store to get and you'd never in the million years dream of subscribing to something like that. And that's totally, I see where you got that from. That's awesome. And that's, and that's, that's the wave of the future. Let's talk a little bit about these products. Um, I love them. <laughs> and, and, and I think the names are kind of cheeky uh, hats off to the marketing folks. What's your favorite name. Um, I'd have to say gangster berry dice. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, man. I can see Coolio in the 90s with his drop top Dude. rolling in his 6'4", drinking gangster berry dice. Don't, what? Don't um, get me started because we have a puppet show. We launched a puppet show last year with the guy from a guy from Britain's Got Talent, and it's incredible, and I may create that puppet, so don't don't go down that path too far, <laughs> or else you'll see a Coolio puppet with gangster's berry dice in his hand. Um, that's awesome. Uh, the electric lemonade or something like that I've had before. Um, that's great stuff. First, get with me on the 30,000-foot view. Kill Cliff Energy Drinks. You know, you think Monster, you think Red Bull, you think stuff your teenager yeah. drinks just to get all jacked up on caffeine. What is the thing with these energy drinks? Yeah, it's great, right? So we basically have three products. We have, we have a... a high caffeine energy drink uh, called Ignite. We have our, our standard line, which we, we started with called Energize and Recover. And then we have our CBD drinks. They're all clean energy drinks. You know, what, what you're looking for, you're looking for like a big, like a big pick me up, like a jolt. Or are you looking for a little bit of just getting your energy back or ma maintaining late afternoon? Um, or are you looking for, you know, energy with the benefits of CBD? So, when, we, when you look at our Ignite proc line, it, it, one of the things that really differentiates us just to just, Big picture compared to anything else out there is we're a clean energy drink. 
What we mean by that is we're talking about clean caffeine, all natural, all natural, um, uh, you know, colors, nothing artificial, all natural flavors, nothing artificial. Uh, for sweeteners, we have no artificial sweeteners. We don't use sugar. Uh, we use um, all natural uh, alternatives that are blended in a very good way to create a fantastic flavor um, that are also compliant with a lot of diets. You would never know it tasting our drink because our drinks taste amazing. But we're keto and paleo compliant, even though we're, you know, we have uh, we use uh, stevia and, and and that creates a fantastic uh, sweet flavor. So, hmm. um, so that's that. So we're clean. So a lot of the companies that come out in what they call the functional beverage space, or you know, the new energy drinks, a lot of them come out and they're like, yeah, we're zero calories, we're no, we're zero sugar. And when you look at it, they might have natural caffeine from coffee bean or green tea. Um, you know, they might have, uh, you know natural flavors they might have you know no color or natural color but they all use sucralose they all use artificial ingredients so it's it's all a big scam um and it's just a marketing message for us we're we're we are clean 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 all the way across the board and we taste amazing we taste better so kill cliff energy drinks clean energy they taste good but they've also got the endorsement of one of the biggest celebrities in the country We'll hear how Joe Rogan got involved and more on Kill Cliff's Killer Puppets when CBS Eye on Veterans returns. All right, welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy vet Phil Briggs, and uh, we're talking with John Timar, CEO of Kill Cliff Energy Drinks and a former Navy SEAL. And with flavors like Gangsta Berry Dice, Cherry Lime Grenade, and Five Finger Palm Punch, it's easy to see why it's popular with veterans, MMA fighters, and adrenaline athletes everywhere. But add CBD to the mix, and you've got a whole new kind of energy drink. Yeah, CBD, the cannabinoid derived from marijuana plants. Now, we talked with John about it and the budding relationship with Kill Cliff's celebrity sponsor, Joe Rogan. You know, we got the CBD in part because of our our connection to the veteran community and CBD was increasingly getting adopted by veterans. They're looking for uh, natural remedies for some of the problems they're having post-combat. You know, you know, there's guys looking to reduce the anxiety uh, that they feel There's people looking for other alternatives to reduce inflammation in the body. And for, for us, it felt like an obligation to get into the CBD marketplace uh, with a, with a great product and offering um, because of our core consumer that we've been with for many years. And, um, so it was a no-brainer. Hmm. Um, and, and the other thing about the CBD industry is, is that CBD industry is the Wild West. You're looking out there. You don't even know if what, you're, what people are saying is what's in the product. So we came into it with, the, you know, with, a, with a duty of care as a trusted brand that we put high-quality ingredients in there. We're completely transparent. We have a, a Q, you can use a QR reader to scan the code on the back of our can. It'll take you straight to the lab results to show you exactly how much CBD and other hmm. terrapins are in the product. Um, and so those are things, and we label it very specific. It says Killcliff CBD, 25 milligrams. Those are very, those are very specific things that are touching on the need in the market where, um, a lot of brands mislead you. They'll say like a hundred milligrams of hemp. Well, hundred grams of milligrams, hundred milligrams of hemp is not the same thing as a hundred milligrams of CBD. They're misleading you. So, but we got into it for the reasons that I mentioned. 
what's the medical benefit or what is the benefit that the veteran community especially is finding with CBD? Uh, because I hear energy drink and I think, okay, I'm going to be active. Can help me, you know, with alertness, maybe yeah. before a workout, but then I hear CBD and it's going to be like recovery. It's going to help me chill. It's going to help me get mellow. Do I really want to go two different directions in one drink or what is the benefit of having CBD in an energy drink? If you look at what people say about CBD, most people are, are pursuing CBD to reduce demands pain, to reduce inflammation, and to, um, and to reduce anxiety. So those are really the three sort of overwhelming issues that will come up that you'll hear, like that's consistent across the board for CBD consumers. Um, hmm. So having said that, then the question is, well, why would you create a CBD energy drink? Uh, uh, there's a lot of people who consume CBD and they want the, the properties, they want the they, they, they want to reduce inflammation in their body. They want to, they want to manage pain, but they don't want to go to sleep at their desk. They, they want to, they still want to go out and, and have an active day. And for some people, and it's very interesting because it's a very personal thing. And some people, if they have CBD, it puts them to sleep almost immediately, especially at doses like 25 milligrams, you go 50 milligrams and it's lights out. Some people use it as an alternative to melatonin. So hmm. the question is, how do you get the, the functional benefit of CBD? and to do so in a, in a product that allows you to live an active lifestyle. So that's the problem set that we're working on, and I think that's the way a, a, a modern sort of CBD consumer wants to consume the product. For example, we're partnered with Sanford MMA, which is the largest and uh, most successful mixed martial arts team right now in the professional mixed martial arts, and those fighters love crushing a Kill Cliff CBD right after they fight. They're going to live a, a big day with their families, with their friends, and they're, they're consuming a kill clip CBD to help manage inflammation in their body um, and, and give them a pep. And the, the CBD product as it exists today has 25 milligrams of caffeine in it. So we're talking about just enough caffeine to help your body absorb oxygen from your bloodstream more efficiently, but not so much caffeine that you're going to get jacked. But it does give you a little bit of a counterbalance from some of the lethargic properties of CBD. Yeah, man. The leaf of life, man. God knew what he was doing when he made that stuff. All right. Uh, let's end with some of the brand ambassadors. You guys call them bad acidors and absolutely love this. Uh, we touched on the first one I want to chat about earlier. Uh, Joe Rogan, man. <laughs> I listened to his podcast yes. and he's always, I mean, I've liked him since, was it Fear Factor back in the day and then the MMA and like all his stand up. Um, dude's just awesome. You want to kill Cliff? Want one of these? CBD what is drinks? it? Sure. CBD drink. Delicious. Good for you. No THC. Well, that's a... Okay. <laughs> well, you can... I can give you some THC if you'd like that, too. We have plenty of that. <laughs> Not bad. <clears throat> Delicious, right? Yeah. Good for it. 25 milligrams of CBD. Do you do you take CBD at all? Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Might get, get some to my wife whenever her back is hurting. That's one of my daily things. That's just a thing that's so good for you. CBD is so good for you. Just anything you could do to reduce inflammation. Mm -hmm. Like, what's it really like? I mean, when you're talking to him about the whole CBD energy drink thing, is he always talking about what pairs well with elk? Or give me a Joe Rogan moment. I got a Joe Rogan moment that was super cool, man. So when we were flipping the business model of Kilcliff, um, one of the things I was looking for were people that could organically and sort of authentically um, amplify our brand. Because our product's taste great. Yeah. And, but there's lots of products that taste great unless you can get people to try them in a, in a cost efficient manner, then you're never going to go anywhere. It's really difficult. So 
how do you how do you basically create digital sampling and digital brand awareness? And that's the problem that I was trying to solve. Um, and when we looked at the people who were already just they were organically drinking Killcliffe that loved it, Joe Rogan was doing it. He'd been drinking it for years. And um, so I have a, a mutual acquaintance, and I basically I wrote like an old school letter, just like a letter you would write, like a, like if you're trying to get into college or you know it's a cover letter for a resume. I literally wrote like a like a five paragraph essay type thing laid out very nice and formal. And, uh, and I gave it to a mutual acquaintance who gave it to him. And I basically, you know, invited him into the brand. Um, because, you know, we were very gracious for the support he's given us. And we knew that he liked the things we were doing as a brand. And, and I re reiterated the, the mission that we have to, to, you know, create a sustainable funding source for the Navy SEAL foundation. Um, and that was it. I just, I sent the, I was like, Hey man, you know, if you don't mind passing this along, that'd be great. And so I'm, I'm, I was at my in-law's house on a sat on a Sunday, uh, back in 2019, September, watching the Atlanta Falcons do terribly on a, in a football game, which is kind of par <laughs> for the course ever since the Super Bowl meltdown. Right. And, uh, my phone kind of, you know, I get that little, and I'm like, Oh, he's texting me. I pick it up. And it's like, Hey bro, it's Joe Rogan. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. He was super cool. He literally, literally texted me out of the blue, and that led to uh, uh, you know enduring conversation that led to formalizing a brand partnership between uh, him and Gilcliff. And and then uh, when we were looking at at creating a fifth flavor of CBD, we just reached out to him and said, "Look, man, like you've been huge for us, and we love everything you do, and we're here to support you. And if you want to, if you want to go ahead and, and create a flavor, you can create one." And he jumped all over. He's like, "Man, that would be awesome." <laughs> and he, uh, he, you know, we kind of gave him a list of stuff we were thinking about and things we've been we've been toying around with in our lab. And he came back and he kind of took a few ideas on it. And he was like, you know, could we do like a like a spicy cola? And I was like, well, what if we did like a pineapple, like a pineapple spice that's kind of like a marinade for a Hawaiian ribeye or something? And we both just loved that. And it took us about. We did. We must have sent ProcTube about five or six times iterations, but we we literally did like sixteen to seventeen iterations on the flavor design that he tried, and uh, and we arrived at the one that we have today in uh, distribution, which is probably my personal favorite flavor. I mean, I it's everything about it, the execution, the can, the yeah. flavor, and the name. It's all it's all fantastic and. I would. I. I don't think I'm exaggerating at all by saying it's the fastest selling CBD drink in the world right now. Yeah, you know, as I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, not too many minutes go by before you hear him talking about his Kill Cliff drink, Flaming Joe. So uh, <laughs> you're getting your money's worth. Always drink water. People want you to believe that there's so much more discipline than they are. How much water do you drink a day? Do you know? like? Have you seen those? I big drink 80 Kill Cliff. Oh, Kill Cliff. I love yeah. Kill Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> have you had the new pineapple one? No. Oh, shit, it's mine. I have my own flavor. Re oh, that's. I heard about this. Yes. That's awesome. We need one right now. Oh, man. Thanks, sir. Look at that. Look at this. Is your Look at my, see my face. Oh, my on God. It. That's crazy. Oh, and it's <laughs> delicious. You're melting, too. We went through uh, like six different. Yeah, there's a spaceship on it. We went through six different versions called Flaming Joe. Try it. Try it. It's legit. Oh, that's delicious. It's legit, right? Oh, delicious. Yeah. Dude, we went through six versions to try to get that. We got to nail it. And it has hemp in it? Oh, it's got CBD, son. 25 milligrams. Yeah. Healthy. CBD. Tastes great. Yum, yum, yum. And my face is on it.
Now, we've been talking about Kill Cliff Energy Drinks with John Timar, the CEO and my fellow Navy veteran and a former Navy SEAL. We'll jump back into the part of the interview where we're talking about how their brand ambassadors are helping Kill Cliff's brand create killer content. You got MMA guys, you got musicians, you got Mastodon and the Eagles of Death Metal, snowboarders, skiers. You have a pro fisherman. I mean, like, who's one of the guys that really surprises you as a fun brand ambassador? There's a guy who's an unsung hero in what we're doing. It's John Brinkus from ESPN Sports Science. He's our chief marketing officer. To clear 100 feet in the air, he needs to hit a launch velocity of about 43 miles per hour. That's about twice as fast as a typical freight train. For ESPN Sports Science, I'm John Brinkus. So John had, he has six Emmys from his time at ESPN Sports Science and producing and starring in that. And then he, he had a production studio where he filmed 20 or so TV series. So he has, he's a significant you know production talent and has a lot of capability. And we brought him all as our, as our, our CMO to help us build a media company as a way to organically drive uh, Killcliffe brand awareness, sales, uh, lifestyle. And so we're, we're actually launching in the next, probably in the next 30, 45 days, uh, Killcliffe TV as an actual an app. It's also a channel on Breaks TV, which he launched last, last month. And we have, we have tons of content. We have original programming that airs weekly from, uh, you, you already know Lacey Evans. We have Ray Lewis. We have Sage Steele from ESPN. We also have interesting people like we have the band Megadeth. Um, we have Josh Barnett, Bare Knuckle Fighting. We have a, a military channel we're st- standing up with, Mark Zeno and his Hazard Ground podcast. So it's it's recurring programming, and that pro- programming gets its own sponsorship. We're, we're getting somewhere around 825 million impressions a month off the network so far, and we're just getting started. We have the same capability in-house now as every major network, as ESPN, as Fox, as CBS. We have the same production capability in-house. Um, so, and now what we're able to do is in a value a value exchange, we're able to bring on really interesting acts like Lacey Evans and help her create her own show that helps build her brand. And in doing that, it's all on the Killcliffe platform, which furthers our brand. Um, it's a very different approach. It's kind of like if... You know, if if you were if you look at like if you look at the the kings of content marketing over the last twenty years, one of them would be Red Bull. If they were starting a business today, what would they do? It'd be very different from what they do now and what they did twenty years ago. It'd be more akin to what we're doing. Now we've talked energy drink TV, killer social media content, incredible branding. But I know what you're thinking. What about puppets? By the way, we have a killer puppet show. It's, uh, it's, 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 it, we, we launched the puppet show and we've only teased out clips. You have to go back and look at our Instagram feed because okay, okay. we have a few clips that come out. There's a few clips up there, but we've not done a full, like we've not dropped a full, we have, we've created full episodes. We've not dropped them yet because we have, we actually have some network deals. We have a couple of network deals where we have a couple of networks, which I can't disclose right now right, right. that actually want to air our puppet show on a weekly basis <laughs> because it's, it's like, it's like South Park. Oh, I- so imagine that. Hmm. It's kind of a grapey, bleachy flavor. Do you feel warm and compassionate? Holy shit, I think I do. Dude, you had me so, at Puppet like, Show. You had me at Puppet Show, and as a voice guy... That's what I'm saying. I told my <laughs> wife about it, and she rolled her eyes, and she's like, you guys are just immature. You guys are just adolescents. No. I'm like, yeah, I know we are, but you've always known that about me. 
And then, but then I go to events. I was just I was just with Pat Mack and other people a couple of weeks ago at a, a Sorenex event. Bert Soren, uh, Sorenex Strength Equipment. Um, yeah. Just circled the wagons. I went to everybody and said, "Hey, tell me what you think about puppets. Let me show you mine." And the, everyone was like, "They were like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen." They're floored. So anyway, oh my gosh, that's a, a total digression. But that's kind of where the brand is at. The thing about Killcliffe is we've always been bold and irreverent and funny, and that's what we are today, and that's what you can expect from us in the future. Uh, I so dig it. And I was going to say, as a voice guy, as a broadcaster, uh, please, man, I want to voice one of those freaking puppets. I just, I want to be on an episode somewhere where I can be the voice of a puppet. I don't even care if you kill him off at the end of the thing. I, just, I think I got the voice for puppets. I've been told I don't have a voice for much, but I think puppets is where, I think it's where I'd find my true fame right there. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you, we can arrange that. Because that's, I mean, we we have some we have some really cool puppets coming out. We have a puppet called Rocco. I'll leave that right there. Um, <laughs> and we have a Tiger King puppet coming out. I mean, we have some great puppets uh, that are being King. created right now. <laughs> oh, awesome. it's, this is outrageous. If we're not outrageous, we're not doing our job. If people are getting anything from Killcliff other than clean energy, which is a fantastic thing that everybody should have, we wanted to bring humor to them. Because people are sitting there depressed, especially our military veterans. Yeah. So we said, well, let's just do some outrageous stuff. Let's just do puppet shows. Because we've been in this country, in the world, we've been through a pretty dark time. Oh, that is awesome. And uh, I never thought I'd be talking about multimedia and television studio production and content creation when I'm talking about energy beverages. But you're so right. Like, that is the most on-brand 2021 way of looking at things. Everybody is, I mean, if you're not, making content for the product you're making, then you're just not doing enough to sell the product. And that is brilliant. Um, I just puppets, dude, I love it. Um, let's also talk and let's end here. Cause it's one of the most phenomenal things you guys do. But in addition to crazy, cool content, rock stars, dude, mega death, by the way, mega death. God, so cool. Um, in addition to all that stuff though, there's that Navy SEAL Foundation, that giving back. And Absolutely. I think a lot of people tend to think, oh, you know, oh, Navy SEALs, man, you guys are all cool with your hair gel and you're just studs and you get all the chicks and what do you need help for? But we're in an era where the war has dragged on for two decades and young men and women out there are paying some tough prices when they come back, just trying right. to find themselves. And it takes us back to where you were. Share with me a little bit about what they're doing for our brothers and sisters out there. The, the Navy SEAL Foundation is awesome. They have incredible programs and kind of going full circle to where we started, you know, some of the struggles that, that families deal with, like, you know, sending kids to college, creating communities for, for families because the lifestyle in the SEAL teams is not a normal lifestyle. And you spend the, the parents, whoever's in the Navy Special Warfare community, whether it's a, um, you know, service member and it's a, a SEAL or it's somebody who's who's part of a SEAL team that might be mobile comm team and they're deployed. You know, the parents spend a lot of time away from their children. So creating community uh, is a big thing that the SEALs Foundation supports. Also, education assistance, helping people, uh, kids go to college, but also helping people uh, prepare themselves for getting out transition assistance. What do you do? How do you get from being in SEAL teams to now I'm going to go work for Amazon? How does that happen? And they, they create a pipeline of opportunities and mentorship um, and connections and networks to get people from point A to point B. Um, and then tragedy and survivor assistance is obviously a big part of what they do, uh, taking care of families of our fallen brothers um, for life, taking care of families of 
the the injured. Um, they're investing in uh, mental health programs as we've seen more and more people struggle with TBI and other issues associated. So the, the money that goes there goes to the family and the community. When uh, 10 years has gone by since we we killed bin Laden and money coming into uh, military foundations starts to dry up a little bit, um, it's outside out of mind, it's not on the front page of every paper, that there's partners like Killcliffe there there supporting them for the duration for the long haul so we can continue to contribute. So cool, man. So cool. And 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 what a lot of people don't realize is, yeah, being tip of the spear is, you know, it, it sounds glamorous and it's great to do all the active great work that defends our nation, but it comes with some heavy prices. And at the end of the day, helping you put the pieces back together or find a new life as a young man searching for his way post-war. Um, you guys do a great job at supporting that foundation. is an energy drink it is a, a pre-workout drink it's a pep in the afternoon it's cbd it's puppets it's rock stars it's skiers it's snowboarders it's joe rogan it's kill cliff energy drinks ceo and former navy seal john timar i could talk to you for like a whole nother hour i love this shit thank you so much for coming on the show man man it was my pleasure i love it and uh, you guys just go go to our website check us out we have a store locator and of course Everything you want is right at your fingertips online. So let's do it. Get you some gangsta berry dice and uh, some flaming Joe, man. <laughs> Great stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time, man. You can hook it up at killcliff.com. All right, so that does it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Now, we'd love to hear from you, so follow us on Twitter at IonVeterans, or you can reach me at PhilBriggsVet. I'm always down to get your hot takes and spicy memes, and I'd love to talk to you every week, so please like and subscribe. Hell, even give us a review of the show, because the comments and reviews really help us tailor the show to you. Again, I'm Phil Briggs, Navy veteran and reporter with ConnectingVets.com in Washington, D.C. And I look forward to talking to you again on another episode of CBS Audio's Eye on Veterans. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. 
From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings early and ad-free starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.